words we've just heard. Is this a happy psalm or is this a sad psalm? It's a sad psalm. This is one of the saddest psalms that there is. I wonder why this psalm is so sad and what has happened to these people that is making them so very, very sad. You know, there are, maybe a way to think of it is like this. There are times when we enjoy singing happy songs. Who can think of some examples? When we, where, where are we and what are we doing when we like to sing happy songs? A celebration, yeah. Maybe a party. Where else might we sing a happy song? Walking the dog. I hadn't thought of that one because I haven't got a dog. <laughs> Driving. Driving. Sometimes maybe. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. When else? What about when you're at the football match? <laughs> if things are going well anyway, you might sing a happy song. In church, we sing a lot of happy songs, don't we? Yes, to praise God, to be thankful. Yeah, so lots of uh, examples of when we, we, we're happy to sing those happy songs. But how would we feel if someone said to us when we were really upset or ill or lonely and feeling down, come on, sing a happy song. Come on, sing us a happy song. How would we feel then? Hmm. <laughs> yeah, you sing a happy song. <laughs> yeah. And you know, that's how the people in this psalm, Psalm 137, were feeling. Somebody was trying to get them to sing a happy song, and they didn't think they had any reason at all to sing a happy song. Why? Because they had been forced to leave their home, leave their country, and they were being taken as slaves to another land. This is the period of history for Israel that's called the exile. When they were taken off to Babylon. And uh, no wonder, no wonder, they didn't feel like singing joyful songs of praise and thanksgiving. How can we sing the Lord's song in a strange land, they said. I've written um, a tune for this song, and I've been singing it quite a lot lately because um, it's going to be recorded on a CD that I'm making. Would you like to hear it? I'm going to sing it anyway. (laughs) It was a rhetorical question. (laughs) So um, I've called the song uh, Walking the Exile Road. I'm going to... Do it a little bit lower than I did it last night because we were doing a concert last night in Gloucester, my hometown. It was, it was really lovely to be back there in the church where Ingrid and I spent our teenage years and beyond. Um, but I've got a bit of a sore throat this morning from all that singing yesterday. So I'm taking this down a notch. <clears throat> um, it's a joining in one as well again. So when you get the hang of the the chorus here, especially the men, because sometimes I get a whole band out to sing it with me, um, and uh, it just sounds nice with like a bit like a, a male voice choir. But don't be put off, ladies. You you do your bit as well. But I really want the blokes to sing out nicely on this one. All right.
in the shoes or the sandals of those Israelites who were taken away from their homes and forced to live in the land of Babylon. What's, what might have been difficult for them about that? What sort of things might they have had to face? Ideas? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Homesickness, leaving their homes. Too hot, too cold, not enough to eat, not enough to drink, maybe. No freedom to enjoy themselves. Miss their friends. What about the language? Did they speak Babylonian? Persian, whatever. Yeah, there were a lot of things to get used to, a lot of things that were difficult for them. Maybe... They might be afraid as well of being bullied, being put in prison, being punished for things that they maybe hadn't done. Now, if nothing as awful as that has ever happened to us, and let's hope it hasn't, how can we begin to understand how they might have felt? Well, that psalm helps us, doesn't it? But perhaps we can all remember times when we have felt lost or confused. For some uh, children, if you thought, we think back to when we were children, when we changed school, what it was like, you know, suddenly you were with all the big children, they were all bigger than you, and you didn't know your way around this huge, big school that you were now at, and you, you were worried that you might lose your way on the way to the hall or the way to your next lesson. And we're in, in, that, in a new place where we, we, we just... We don't know where we are and we feel confused, we feel lonely, we feel down and sad. And so in that way we can appreciate what it must have been like for those Israelites. And many Christians today, I think, also feel a little bit of this sense of being in a strange land, being in exile, 
Because life has changed so much for us, hasn't it? In our country, things have changed so much. I know we're still in our own country. We haven't been taken to another country against our will. And yet, our country around us has changed so much that it can feel like a strange land. Because at one time, as when we look back, some, especially some of us who are a little bit longer in the tooth, we can look back to times when our churches were full, when our laws were based on Christian laws and Christian ways of looking at things, when there was a special day of the week that everybody respected as the day of rest because of the scriptural understanding of the Sabbath and the idea of the seventh day being holy, and now every day is the same. So things have changed so much around us that we can feel as though we're in a strange land. Or it might be even in our own churches we feel that things have changed so much that we feel a little bit, well, do I really belong here anymore because everything has changed? Or I've changed and, I, and maybe the church hasn't. And so I feel, oh, I don't feel comfortable in my church anymore because I don't think the same as other people or feel the same as other people. So we can get a sense, even as Christians sometimes, that we feel a little bit like we're exiles. We feel a little bit like we're in a foreign land. And when we look around us, we, we, we sort of, we don't feel at home anymore. And um, that's something that I've been particularly helped to understand by my connection with the Northumbria community, because they ask those kind of questions about how do we live as Christians today in this world that is changing so much and has changed so much? What does it mean to sing the Lord's song, to sing his praises and to live the life that Jesus taught us in the world as it now is, which is so very, very different from the world we once knew? And I think those are important questions for all of us as Christians, whether we belong to the Northumbria community or not, um, they are important questions for us to think about. And I want to leave them with you today to consider.